Hey, hey, great day. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, Coach Mike Cusson here. Welcome to Real Profit Builders Radio. We're here to share with you ideas that help you maximize your potential, increase your sales, and be the very, very best you can be. And I want to say thanks to you for listening in on this special recording that we're doing. So you might be listening to me live. We're popping this out, trying to test a little bit of the field of opportunity and technology and i hope it's coming through and if not well we'll get it recorded at any rate for you to make sure that it works for you in the future so today's episode we're going to be talking about how to be the very best playing to win versus playing not to lose very critical point guys and i want to share with you some of the principles and ideas and success i thoughts that some of the very top people in our society do today. And no matter what kind of challenges they're all faced with, but there are some fundamentals, and you'll hear me often talk about this, there are some fundamentals that will always remain the same. And it goes back to ancient history as far as the fundamentals in life. And there's some very basic things. Sure, we have our advances in technology and certain ways to do certain things a little bit differently than maybe we have in the past. But guys, listen to this. Everything is fundamental. And when we stick with the fundamentals, life will become easy. And as I heard it said before by the great Les Brown, he says, if you want life to be easy, do the things that are difficult today. So in the future, your life will be easy versus doing the things that are easy today. And in the future, your life will be more difficult. So I'm going to share with you today some of the principles of the high performers and what they do day in and out. You know, being great at what you do requires four fundamental basic things. One is a strong desire. Two is making a decision to act. Three is a commitment to do whatever it takes to win. And number four is having a well-thought-out strategy. And playing to win versus playing not to lose, and that's a major distinction we want to share with you, is one of the great attributes of the very, very best And in this episode, where I'm going to go through with you, so on rapid fire, some ideas that will help you to determine what you need to do to play to win every single day, day in and day out, to outperform others in your respective fields. So what I encourage you to do is please take notes and then go and take some actions. And I appreciate your being here, you know, because your being here speaks volumes about you. I'm often asked the question, why is it there are some people who are more successful than others? What is it that they do that are that is different from everybody else? I mean, really, if you think about it, there's always somebody at the top of their field doing something that everybody else could potentially do. Why? Simply because they're dealing in the same marketplace, they're dealing with the same consumers, they're dealing with the same economic conditions, and a variety of things that are always the same. But there's always somebody a group of people, a company, an individual that stand out from above the rest. I'm going to share with you these principles. And it's not going to just be in this recording, but it's going to be in a couple of different recordings just to give you some great ideas today to go make it happen. So thanks for being here and let's get cranked up here. The very first thing that I have learned in my life is that their top producers, the people that play to win, have blind faith. You know, having the opportunity to win in life comes with a lot of faith in what you're going to do. It's a belief in what you're doing. It's having the faith that, you know what, whatever I'm going to share with you today, you got to believe it. 
Now, you may not believe it. You may not. You might say, you know what? I'm going to listen to it and see if it makes sense to me. And listen, I understand that. As a matter of fact, don't take anything what I say to be truthful. What you have to do is have faith that it might work for you because these are some of the attributes. And if you're going through these exercises of, of trying to develop yourself and becoming the best at what you can do, you got to start with blind faith. You know what? If you don't know what blind faith is, think about this. If you are sitting here in South Florida where I am today and you're sitting with me and a mountaineer in Montana chops down a huge tree and that tree falls to the ground, the question I would have for you, when that tree hits the ground, does it have sound? And the answer is more than likely yes. And why is that? Well, because we have faith that when something like that hits the ground, there's going to be some kind of a sound that emits from that process. So have blind faith, guys. This is one of the big, big kahunas in everything that we do. The next point I want you to write down is forgetting past failures. You know, is always often people think about all of the failures that they've had. And you know what? Failures are terrific. They're stepping stones to growth and opportunity. So long as you shift, listen to me, shift the way you think about things, and it'll change the way you approach things, meaning that you got to forget your past failures. Listen, things are going to happen to all of us. They happen to me. They are going to happen to you. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but it's going to continue to happen. You are going to have failures, but you know what? Listen, it's okay. And the, and the idea here is not to dwell on those things that have gone wrong in your life. Don't dwell on them. Learn from them. Dig deep and say, okay, what about this can I learn that's going to help me to be better the next time out? Very, very important. It's very important that you keep that in mind as you progress here. The next thing that I notice with the very top people is they have a positive support group. You know, this guy, this goes beyond a, a, a mastermind group, which are very good, by the way. And I encourage everybody to be a part of a mastermind group. But at the end of the day, guys, there are other people in your life besides your business mastermind groups. There's your spouse, your children, your extended family, close friends associates in your business that you're working in. Tell them your ideas, express to them. You know, in the great book, Think and Go Rich, one of the, there was a dedicated chapter just on that fact that Napoleon Hill talked about in having a mastermind. And it's very, very important. So let people know what you're doing. Having a positive, encouraging group around you, not, not just your business, although it's important, but it's also the people that are very, very close to you your family, your kids, and so on, as I said, and make sure that they're involved with you in your growth and in your desires. Not everybody's going to support you, but you know what? At the end of the day, just simply ask them, can you respect what I'm trying to do here? And oftentimes they will. So surround yourself with a positive group of, a positive support group of people that will help you to achieve your outcomes in your life and, your, and the goals that you have set for yourself which then leads me to the next point here, number four, is set achievable goals, small ones, day in and day out. It's mini wins, I like to call them. This is to build your confidence. You know, people have these grand ideas and there's gurus out there who talk about having big audacious goals and all of those things. And guys, they are extremely important. However, we've got to step back and reverse engineer those goals down to what we are doing today and set yourself some small achievable goals. 
day in and day out and get those wins under your belt so you can feel confident. You know, the fact if you're in a business where you have to make phone calls to generate business for yourself, lead generating, etc., the fact that you picked up the phone and you never dialed it is a good start. You picked it up. You put the headset to your to your ear and you started your, your finger was almost on the dialer. But that was a good that's a good start. Right. It's a win. So set yourself some small achievable goals. Setting goals will enable you to position yourself something as you're going to build upon over time. And it's something that you can accomplish now. And you just put it a notch in your wood and you're going to start building and developing your self-esteem, your self-concept about yourself. You know what? I can do this. I am pretty confident that I can do it. And your confidence is going to go through the ceiling and keep learning and keep growing through these wins, these baby mini wins every single day. And they'll start to accumulate to great achievement for you. And the last last thing, which tells next point I want to share with you, which leads me to these things, which is look at look for small victories. You know, wins are taking actions and attempting to take actions and making decisions to take actions. But look for yourself for some small victories in your life and look for where they are at. What are you experiencing today? What did you experience today that was a small victory for you? What was it? Was it a follow-up call that you made? Was it a was it a negotiation that you completed? What was it for you that was a small victory? And sit down every single day and write down two or three or four small victories that you had for the day and start putting it into your journal and keeping notes of that and then refer to them often. My coach uh, a couple of weeks ago said to me, Mike, I want you to write down a victory list in your life of all of the things that you've done. And I want you to write down that list. And, you know, guys, I sat down and wrote that list. And 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 as, as I started to write it down, I started to create this story about my life. But what was interesting was not so much that I started to write it and all of these things came out, but I ended up with two and a half full pages front and back of my of my wins in my life and the victories that I had in my life. So what I want to encourage you to do, not only do the two to three every single day, which you should be doing, but sit down for a few minutes and listen to yourself and say, you know what, what were the victories I've had in my life? You know, as the great Joel Osteen says, you know, you're either the victim or you're the victor. And guys, you are the victor. You are the winner. And look at the great things that you've done in your life. Did you raise a family? Have you have you put yourself out on the line to, to say, you know what, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and work for my own goals versus the goals of somebody else? What are the victories that you've had? Raising a family, running a business, making a phone call, uh, speaking at an event, whatever it was for you, whatever it has been for you, write that list down and look at it every single day if you have to, to remind you how great you really are. The next thing, point number six, is recognize that having doubts in what you're doing, frankly, guys, is normal. I mean, really, it's not a bad thing at all. You know, you just don't want to focus on having your doubts. At the end of the day, we got to remember that your whatever you're thinking about oftentimes becomes your reality what you're thinking about becomes your reality and if you're constantly thinking about the things that you have failed at or the doubts that you might have they're going to surface and if they do surface the key here if they do surface and they will i go through it 
pretty much often, okay, or pretty much often, or should I say pretty often, right? Um, the, the key here is to move on from them. Let them surface, let them come up and, and just look to say, okay, again, going back to what can I learn from this? But listen, your doubts are normal and natural. It's a part of the growth process. You know, those who don't have doubts, those who don't have stress, those who don't have fears and worries are those laying on a silver table with a sheet over them. It's the only thing it's not doing, it's covering their face. They're just breathing, but they're not really living. So experience having doubts is, is, is a part of the game and it's okay. Next point I want to share with you is number, uh, the next point is, uh, is understand that you're going to question these ideas I'm sharing with you. And what I want to suggest to you when you learn from anybody, whether it's your coach, a mentor, an experience that you had, even as far as that, somebody who's helping you to achieve, maybe you read a book, maybe you listen to an audio, maybe you watch the video, maybe you're listening to other podcasts that I'm doing on this channel, Real Profit Builders. At the end of the day, stop questioning what you're being taught and start doing something about it. You know, it's our nature to question and critique and doubt not only what we're taught, but the people that are teaching us. In the ideal situation, you want somebody who's teaching you who's had who has had the experience backed up by what they're what they're giving you as far as information. But the goal here, guys, is don't question every single thing. Unless short of something being immoral, unethical, illegal, criminal activity, listen, at the end of the day, most of these things will work. Just believe that it will happen. And you got to stop questioning. You know, uh, I'm not sure because this combines with all of these other points. You know, I don't have faith or I doubt that that's going to work for me. It's not my makeup. It's not my eye. It's not it's not who I am. You know what? You can articulate it and you can figure it out. But just simply stop questioning what you're being taught and and just begin doing something today about that. And remember, what we are doing every day, um, what we do and where we come from every day doesn't have to dictate our past. That's our next point here. Okay. Where you come from doesn't have to dictate where you are going. You know, as Tony Robbins, one of my mentors, a gentleman I worked for for years, and my brother and I promoted him and putting on major, large seminars and events in the past, in the, in the 90s, in the, in the years in those times was a phenomenal experience. And he always said, your past doesn't equal your future. Okay. Too often we let our past dictate our futures. They dictate our experiences. We say to ourselves, well, you know, I did that yesterday. I'm going to probably do it again today. And therefore you start to set that foundation up of failure and success, not of, of failure and not the success that you really do deserve. So you can't let your past dictate your future. You've got to move through it and you've got to move beyond it. The other part about uh, where you where you come from and your past experiences does not have to dictate where you are going to be going in your life. Oftentimes represents our backgrounds. It could have been our childhood, where we were brought up. We weren't brought up in the greatest neighborhoods or we didn't have all the money in the world. Various and sundry things that we could create as excuses excuses as to why we can't have a better future for ourselves. And we have to influence ourselves in a way to continue to, to, to live a life of opportunity. 
And where you come from has no bearing on where you can go. It's up to you to make that decision. There's a bright future for everybody. Live today. Do the work today and plan for tomorrow, and you're going to have a great future. The next point I want to share with you, I'm not even counting here. I just have my notes down here. So I'm just going to be, um, I'm going, to be going through these things with you. The next thing I want to share with you is talking about being a skeptic, being a skeptic or a pessimist. You know, it's an easy path to follow in this world to be a skeptic and to be a pessimist. You know, all of the negative news that we we see around us, the people who are not feeling good or, you know, how's business? Oh, it's not that great today. And you know what? I'm not doing that great either. At the end of the day, it becomes a part of our nature because of simply the people we hang around with, the news we see, everything that's going on around us, we can become a skeptic very easy. Or we see more people not having the success that the few people are having. And we say to ourselves, you know what? That's probably what I'm going to be like in that bigger group. I don't deserve that bigger space, that, that big piece of the opportunity in my life. And therefore, we begin to think pessimism and we think negativism and we think I'm just going to be a skeptic in life. You know, it's an easy path to follow but one that will not lead you to your goals in the life that you truly deserve. Keep that in mind. It's an easy path to follow being a skeptic or a pessimist, right? But it's not the one that's going to lead you to where you want to go. If you want to, if you have the desire, if you have made the decision, if you have the commitment and you have a great strategy behind you, you're going to win, guys at the end of the year. And so take time to ask yourself, you know what, am I being a pessimist in this situation? You know what, it's better to think positively, not crazy, just positively than it is to think negatively. So be an optimist in your life. You know what, this will work. And you know what, if it doesn't work, ask yourself, what did I learn from this experience? Okay. The next point I want to share with you is there are no magic answers. You know, everybody who reads a book or goes to a seminar or hears somebody in these types of podcasts, you know, they're, they're, they're seeking this magic pill, this magic formula. Where is it, Mike? Can you give it to me, baby? You know what? The answer is I can't. I can't give it to you. The secret is there is no secret. What it is, is that there is no quick fix to anything. And honestly, guys, Going through the experiences I've been through in my life, if I didn't have the challenges and the obstacles that I faced in my life, both personally and professionally, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today at all. I would just be a part of a regular kind of a life, living a regular kind of a of a of, of, of something that would not make of anything. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't have gone out and spoken in front of over seven thousand audiences, different groups which accumulated to several thousands of people if I average out the total number. Because at the end of the day, I wasn't searching for a magic answer. What I was looking for was a way to, to really push through and just experience every single day what I can. Guys, there is no quick fix. There's no real schemes out there. There's no magic pills to life's riches. Unfortunately, a lot of people spend their entire life looking for that and, and they, they freeze in, in taking action, which is a key attribute of the players, right? They 
quit taking action and they quit working on themselves because they're waiting for, wait a minute, maybe that will work. And then they think about it and they may have a conversation with the, with the big group of people that are not doing anything in their life. And everybody says, well, you know, that probably won't work or that's not who you are, or, or maybe they're not telling the truth and maybe you should question them further. And what you end up doing is nothing. All right. So guys, here's the bottom line. There are no magic answers. What it is, is an attitude of opportunity. What can I learn from this? And what can I grow from this? And look and seek the opportunity that is in each and every learning process that you go through. Whatever experience that you have is an opportunity to grow, which leads me to the next point here. All right. Learning, learning and experience are one and the same, but they're two different things. Now, that, sounds, that sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it? At the end of the day, what we learn in order to make that learning worthwhile, to make it really, to, to get us to really understand what that learning is about. What am I, what am I doing here? What's this mean? What's the meaning behind all of this? You must go out and have the experience. If there's a magic pill or a magic formula, that's probably one of the lists on that list, okay? And here's the deal, guys. You learn something, you have to go out and experience it. You got to try it. You got to take a shot at it. You might fail at it. You might succeed at it. I have no idea, nor do you. And you but you're never going to know just by simply reading a book and hoping that by the magic ethers in the world and the, and the, and the, and the clouds opening up that something's going to happen magically for you. It doesn't work that way. But here's the bottom line. When you learn something, go and experience it. And you want to really, you want the big trick here? Okay, here's the big magic wand right now. You got it? You ready? Write this down. Read it, learn about it, go experience it, and come back and review what you learned. Go back and you read a chapter in a book. You say, there's an idea in there. I'm going to go apply it. You go and apply that idea, and then you come back and reread that chapter. And you're going to look at it in a totally different light. I do this with my coaching clients all the time. Go out there. Here's where we're going to talk about this. Go do it. And then when we come back, I say, so how did it go? What happened? What did you experience from that? And what happens is you start to build upon these experiences from what you're learning. So it's very, very critical that you learn something and you have the experience. Otherwise, the learning is quite honestly, it's useless. Yeah, you might be smart, but you're not going to make any money and you're not going to hit your goals. You got to do the thing that it's required in order to achieve that outcome that you want. The next couple of points here, guys, and we're going to wind this down here in a couple of minutes, is the next one is no one is born successful. You learn how to become successful. Sure, there are people that are born with that capacity. You know, they can, they're sharp talkers or whatever. You know, I don't always believe that. But you know what? There's people say, you know, they were born a salesman. Okay. I don't believe there's any born salesmen. I believe that salesmen are created, they're developed, and they learn how to become great salespeople. However, at the end of the day, you have to determine what you're going to learn from what you have inside of you. Okay. What I'm what I'm my point on all of this particular point here is no one is born successful and don't envy the people that who have accomplished more than you. That's the big takeaway here on this particular point. 
Don't envy the people that are born with money. Don't envy the person who has accomplished more than you. Just simply learn from them. Not every single thing. Maybe you will. I don't know. You know, they talk about this philosophy of modeling. Tony taught that. He teaches it. But I think a lot of people misunderstand what Tony was talking about. You know, you model other people in life, but you but you have to articulate it to your own style, ultimately. There's strategies and tactics, but you're not going to model every single attribute of that individual. Now, you could, and it might work for you, and that's fine. I have nothing, I'm not saying it never will work. However, what we want to think about is you got to learn how to be some become successful and just simply say, okay, how can I put that into my life, into my business, and take it to the next level? Remember, successful people that you meet had to learn the process just like you and going through it as you are today. Does that make sense? I hope so, okay? The next point I want you to write down, understand that it takes time to become better at anything. You know, oftentimes people just don't give it the true shot that it needs. They try it a couple of times. I was talking to a client the other day. Well, I've only done this for a month or two, maybe. Maybe. Was it a month or was it a two months? Okay. And then the last question I said, was it long enough? Well, it didn't work. Well, did you give it the true gun-ho? Are you doing all you can? Did you do more than was expected? Okay. So oftentimes we want things to happen overnight in a snap of a finger right? But you have to understand it takes time to really, really, really work on getting and develop your skills. Now, you've heard these, 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 these philosophies of the 10,000 hours to become great at anything and to be successful. And you read several thousands of hours of, of material, and you're going to start becoming superior at that particular area. Absolutely, guys. It takes time, right? There are few, very few overnight sensations. There really are. I mean, if you really look at the depth of the of the very successful people from Warren Buffett to Bill Gates to to Steve Jobs across the board, you can we could all make the list of all of these folks. Right. And ask themselves, ask ourselves and, and ask of them, you know, how long did it take you to be successful? Well, what we're doing with Microsoft computers today, man, it seems so easy and seamless. But if you really open up the code behind everything that we're working on, took years of development. And it's pretty incredible that we want something instantaneously when we really look at the very successful people and it took them years. Henry Ford, it didn't happen overnight. It took him years of, of work and toil and challenge and failure to get what we have today, which is one of the great American car companies that we have, not only in this country, but around the world. And guys, it takes time. So have patience is what I want to tell you. Make sure that you are patient and don't let frustration because you don't think you're making any progress get in your way. It'll take time. And that one, that frustration that you might have and you let it get in your, get in your, in your head that it's not going to happen right away will stop you in your tracks from really achieving all that you can be for yourself. The next point, you know, Oftentimes I talk to salespeople and I and I talk to business people, entrepreneurs who have shifted from an industry, whether it's in real estate or investing in real estate or running a small business. It could be a dry cleaner. It could be an IT company. And these folks were in a company or they were in a space in their world where they were working for somebody else. Right. And they had a 
what we call, quote unquote, the regular J-O-B, right? The regular job. And they would go in and clock in at nine and clock out at five and have a break in between and a lunch here and again, sat in traffic for several hours. Okay. And they had a consistently, uh, they were consistent in their income in their business. And people, when they get into sales and entrepreneurship, forget this one thing. They forget it. They forget the, the discipline, the habit, the routine that they developed when they were working for somebody else. My point in all of this is treat your business like a business. Treat it like a business. If I said to you, listen, I'm going to pay you $200,000 a year, and I have an opportunity for you to make that, so long as you come into the office at 8 and you can leave at 5 and you take a lunch break every now and again and you learn and practice and you go out there and make some uh, contacts and you run your business like this business and you do it a day in and out, I'll cut you that check. Would you not show up for work? You probably would show up for work, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And if I told you, listen, if you don't show up, you don't, you can work five days a week and you take weekends off and you can take a month and a half off for all I care. As long as when I say to come to work, it's going to help you to be successful because we're going to get the outcome here. You would go to work, wouldn't you? So guys, here's my point is the minute we get into entrepreneurship, we're independent. Nobody's telling me what to do. I did this for financial and time freedom. Great. And you can have financial and time freedom in doing the work as an entrepreneur, as a salesperson. It's totally out there. There's many people that are doing it. Not everybody, but many people. But you got to treat it like a business. And when you treat it like a business, you get versus a hobby, let's say, you're going to get the results of running a business. Yes, you're going to have your ups and you're going to have your downs and you're going to have your failures of all the things we talked about today. At the end of the day, treat it like a business and the payoff will be tremendous for you. Okay. The next point I want to share with you is hold yourself accountable for the things that you say you're going to do. You know, people count on you. And the word accountability, and there's many definitions, but it's really the ability to count on yourself and the ability for people to count on you as well. And holding yourself accountable to what you are doing day in and day out is 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 very important and quit waiting for customers or or your or your clients or 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 me as your coach for that matter okay and and to 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 hold you accountable you got to do this for yourself okay it's important now certainly we all need to be held accountable to some degree and it's extremely helpful i mean a big part of why i coach people and i say why are you here mike i need accountability man i know what i need to do I, I've read the books, I've been to the seminars, and I'm ready to go. I just need to be held accountable and held my feet to the fire. And you know what? Sign up. I'm ready to help you out. Make it happen. But at the end of the day, I'm not with that client every single minute of every single day that they're doing their business. As a result, they must, you must, we all must hold ourselves accountable. It's not always fun, not always easy, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to let myself or anybody else down because I'm going to hold myself accountable. I might screw up. I might fall off the wagon every now and again. But at the end of the day, I'm going to hold myself accountable. Own that for yourself. Okay. The next point I want to share with you is this, is here's a hard one. This is a, this is a big kahuna. Okay. In all of these things here. Right. And that is you've got to get your ego in perspective here. 
You got to get your ego in perspective. You got to really get your ego out of the way. You know, there's that time when I've, I've talked to clients and they say, well, Mike, that's a great idea. But you know what? I don't think that's going to work for me. That's ego talking at the end of the day. Or I've talked to a, I've talked to a leader, somebody who is who's much better than me. And I, I they say, what do you think? And I give them my opinion and they say, well, that's not here. That's not going to be worth it. I can give you an example, but I'm not going to open up this to any any names for this particular reason because it sits so highly on the top of my head. I mean, it really was a, a, an experience that I would not have anybody. And I honestly, thank God I had it because I can now teach what not to do when it comes to becoming a great leader. At the end of the day, this individual's ego was so high, he asked for opinions, but when you gave it to him, he said, well, okay, well, that's not going to work. Just listen to what I have to say. So here's the deal, guys. Take your ego out of the way. And remember, it's, 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 it's really about what makes most sense, right? And you got to take your ego, meaning that you got to say, you know what? I'm open to learning. I'm open to the idea. Let me take a shot at it. And don't let your ego stand in your way. Well, I'm not good enough for that. Or that's not the way I do things. Listen. If it's not the way you do things, maybe you should change industries. But in, in certain industries, there are certain steps to success. And you, if you, if you want to be in that industry, you got to follow those leads. And having your ego stand in your way will cut you short of creating the greatest opportunity that you have in your life. Okay. Now, I promise you that I'm going to wind this down here with a couple of more quick points. But these are very important points, so please stay with me, and I hope you're taking notes, okay? The next thing I want you to write down is don't let your emotions get in the way of your life. You know what? Well, we're going to have emotions in our world. If you're in a consumer type of business and sales or entrepreneurship, you're going to be dealing with people. And you're not dealing with rocks or widgets. You're dealing with humans. And therefore, there's going to be probably a lot more emotional situations going on than we can have. The other part of it is your emotions in your ups and downs in your business. You know what? There's a top line and there's a bottom line. And oftentimes, there is no floor. Okay? There's no bottom line. You just kind of fall through it, right? And at the end of the day, we get our emotions so involved in things. We attach ourselves to things, which is the point I want to share with you. When we are attached to outcomes, we are very emotional about what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish. And you've got to remove your, uh, you know, outside of ego here, okay, our emotions can cause havoc in all that we do in our business and in our life. And we can't let it run amok. At the end of the day, you got to balance where you can control your emotions because, uncontrolled emotions really define you as a person focused on yourself, not on the situation around you, the clients that you're dealing with, the situation that you're involved with, right? So your ego might say, or your, or your emotion, I can't believe I'm not going to close this transaction. I'm not going to make any money. And you're going to get freaked out because there's a problem in the transaction trying to close. And for those of you guys in the real estate world or banking business or investment business, you know more about this than anybody that I'm talking to on this recording here. And everybody involved in this, whether it's raising a family or running a major Fortune 25 company, it's the same exact thing. At the end of the day, we get our emotions involved because we're attached to the outcome. When we get attached to the outcome, we forget about what's in front of us. 
Okay. We forget about what's in front of us and what's in front of us is controlled emotion. Let's try to figure this out. Let's be concerned about everybody involved in this transaction so we can get it done versus worrying about you getting your paycheck. I know it's important. We all want the paycheck, but don't let your emotions derail you from the true success that I know you could have. Okay. The true success. Now, the last couple of points here, build your, build your skills up. Okay. Build your skills up. Not on, not on, on, on what we like to call sand. Okay. Build it on a foundation of meaning. And what I mean by that, it is, it is to build your skills based on your particular industry, whatever it might be. Okay. And build it together with your, with your, with your understanding that you're going to develop the skills necessary to achieve. If you're in sales, there's some fundamentals in sales that will never change in life. You've got to find prospects. You've got to qualify those prospects. You've got to follow up with those people. You've got to present to them. You've got to work with them. And there's, there, there's specific fundamentals that you've got to learn. So what are the skills necessary in your business that you must have in order to achieve? Where do you find them out at? Well, you get a coach, certainly helpful without question. Read a book, go to a seminar, watch other people model, as we talked about earlier. There's a number of ways to look for where those skills might be. And you do all of the other things I'm sharing with you today and develop your skills. Guys, there's nothing greater than having a skill that is transferable in life. And you know, one of the greatest transferable skills in life is, is sales skills. And I say that tongue in cheek, because at the end of the day, I was not a great salesperson. I, would, I never trained on it. I never went to school for it. I went through the school of what you call hard knocks university. Okay. Trial and error, trying to figure it out on my own. And then I made, met some great people who gave me some great skills. I read books, went to seminars, implemented the process. I tried it. And, and consistently, even to, to this day, I'm always learning how to do something better. I don't say that out of ego. Please mis, don't misunderstand me here, but I'm saying it out of, out of what it can do for you. But what I've noticed one thing is for myself, and you may have experienced this or you know somebody else who has, either way is fine, okay, is that once you get these skills, you can never lose them and it's transferable. I mean, I was in the restaurant business. I was in the investing business. I was in the real estate retail business. When I say investing, investing in real estate, retail business, I was in the banking business. I was in the seminar production business. We put a half a billion with a B, B, B as in boy, billion butts in seats. My brother and I and our teams collaboratively, we put together some of the biggest events in, the, in, the, in our day around the country and around North America. Pretty phenomenal. But where did that come from? How could I go from a restaurateur working in a deli with my brother and my father, you know, making sandwiches to putting a half a billion butts in seats all the way to working as a national sales manager for Anthony Robbins, all the way to doing over 15,000 coaching calls and, and doing all of these things because it was the fundamental of the sales skill that I had. So guys, develop that skill. Don't take it with a grain of salt. Practice day in and day out your craft just like a great actor, a great astronaut, a phenomena in this world. You don't know what's going on behind that curtain. What I do know, because I've been behind that curtain with the, with the many great people from Tony, Brian Tracy, Lou Holtz, 
General Norman Schwarzkopf, God rest his soul. I mean, I've been behind the scenes, not just myself, but other great people. At the end of the day, guys, they're constantly working on developing their skills. You should do the same so you can have the very best for your life. Okay. Then the last thing, last two points here, guys, and we'll wrap this up, is you got to be tenacious. You got to be tenacious in what you do. There is no room for giving up. This is where the philosophy of playing to win versus playing not to lose comes to fruition. You see, the winners play to win every single day. They play to win in their families. They play to win in their business. They play to win to, to be the very best for their clients. They play to win every single day. Playing not to lose gets us to a place of what I like to call complacency. Okay, I'm just going to do just enough just to get by. Like the person who works at a regular job. They're going to do just enough to avoid getting fired. But yet they're never going to play to win to become the CEO of that organization. Men, women, this guy, that guy, whoever it is, color, skin, doesn't matter. It's all a matter of choice. Everybody can say, well, I you know, I was deprived in my young age. I didn't have the opportunity. No, you have a choice. And that choice is to be tenacious about what you do and play to win. Because it feels better when you do it often enough. If you do it every now and again and you fail and you say, oh, this sucks. I'm not going to ever win again. This, the, you know, all that stuff that Mike is talking about is a bunch of hogwash. I want it. I want that, that pill, that magic formula. Where is it? Let me go to somebody else. Go. At the end of the day, it's right now, right here in front of you to be tenacious. And you have a right, guys, to the dreams that you have set out for yourself. Okay. You, have, you can go after them and continually go after them. If you have the desire, Okay, not the why. The why is important. Don't misunderstand me. But the desire to want to have better and more in your life, just to simply make that simple, unpretentious decision that I want to have more in my life. I want to have the very best in my life. You don't need any whys. That's enough. Sure, it's helpful to have the pictures and the dream boards and, and you know, sitting in the nice cars and everything. Absolutely, without question, you should do that. But the first step is to have the desire. And when you have that desire, you will figure out that I got to play to win in order to achieve. I'm not going to play not to lose. So be tenacious in all that you want. Okay. And then the last point here, guys, is this, is that you've got to really understand that there is no future when you're living in history, okay? We only learn from it. So whatever you're getting today, whatever experience that you've had today, the day that you're listening to this recording is the day that you learn something. And tomorrow will be a new day. And start fresh again. Start from, you know what? Start from zero, Start from zero. People talk about this, you know, start from zero. But I have a different take on that. And they say start from zero is if you don't have any money in the bank. And that's fine. You can certainly do that. That works. It's nothing. That's certainly motivational. Okay. I wake up tomorrow with nothing in my bank account. I think we've all gone through that experience or thought anyway over the last couple of months during this time of this recording. We're going through this health crisis in the U.S. and around the world, honestly. And you know what? People are in fear and uncertainty and all those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, 
when you really think about it and you stop and you and, and you and you play into what the possibilities are for today and for tomorrow, you're going to have a gracious life. You know, be grateful for what you've got. Be grateful for the things that you're learning. Be grateful for the failures that you have. You know, when I was born with a physical handicap in my life, I'm, I was partially deformed on my right hand. Okay. Not partially. I mean, you know, it was, it was pretty bad. Well, it's not bad. It was not terrible. It is what it is. Let me say, say it that way. Okay. I, 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 you know, I was in constant challenge as I was growing up and, and, you know, and it still comes to mind today. I'll be quite transparent about that. You know, you're walking through the mall or down the street or, and people look at you and they go, Ooh, you know, they, you think they're judging you, but you know, that's who they are. They're going to be of their own opinion and that's okay. But for me, guys, it was something that I, I had to develop. And, and I, you know what I said to myself, as I started to evolve in this process, and my dad and my mom were extremely powerful people in helping me break through this. But I had to develop this 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 armor, if you will, and and it basically said, you know what? What am I getting out of this? I mean, really, what am I gonna? What is, what is this doing for me? What where is what's the innate benefit of having this physical deformity? What's it all about? And it really helped me early on in my life. Thank God, and I'm gonna say this is where I'm grateful. I was grateful that it helped me early on in my life where it takes people many, many, many years to figure out that the shoes don't fit right. The hair is not combed correctly. The makeup is on incorrectly. The car that they're driving is not fancy enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, let's be in this process here of being grateful for what we have. I want you to go back to all of these points. Re-listen to this recording. And I appreciate you. If you hung out this long, I appreciate you doing that. If you want to listen to this a second time, which I definitely encourage you to do over and over again anyway, you can always speed these recordings up and you can listen to it at twice the speed. And you're not going to miss a, a, a stitch of information, by the way, when you do that. You should be doing that as a point of reference to learning. It's a great thing today. We can increase the video speeds on YouTube and these recordings. And there are ways to listen to information really rapidly. And I promise you, you will get it. Because not only are you are going to get it, but you can also listen to it again twice as fast. So you're going to be able to get it. But guys, listen to me here with this thought here as I wind this down here. To become the very best at what you want in your life, go out there today and begin today. Start step by step. Set some mini wins for yourself. Look at what happened. Journal your thoughts down. Look for the greatness. As you go back and look at your notes, what are some things that you can apply immediately? Scale all of these things out on a scale of one to 10. Where are you in all of these areas? And if you're at a 10 on all of them, great. What do you need to do to get to a 20? If you're a one in all of them, what do you need to get to to get to a 10? Whatever the number is, fill the gap. And the gap is believing in yourself, taking action, play to win, have a strong desire, and hold on to the commitment that you've made because it's important for you. And as I wind this down, I want to give you one final definition today, and that is the definition of commitment. A commitment is something that we keep long after the time that we originally made that commitment was made is long gone. 
remember that guys if you hold on to the if you if you listen to this and you say you know what i'm going to apply some of those principles or all of those principles that's a commitment because you made it in the moment that i was speaking now the key here is to keep that commitment starting tomorrow or even better the minute that i wind this recording down all right guys so listen thank you so much for your time realprofitbuilders.com this and other podcasters there if you have any feedback thoughts please follow me please share this with your family your friends your colleagues it's important that we get this information out i always say that on everything that i do make sure that you pass this forward pay this forward because listen if at the end of the day we can help one person with one idea to become better than they were tomorrow than they were today we're making progress so i'm excited about you guys being here thanks so much for your time coach mike cussin signing out go make it a great day have any questions or needs please feel free to reach out to me we'll talk to you later